Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast with Sachin Hadao and Milan Bandari, where we will be talking about all the things worth talking about in the magical world of the NBA. I am your co-host, Milan Bandari. And I'm Sachin Hadao. And in light of the exact one-year anniversary of the passing of Kobe Bryant, we are going to be covering today a retrospective on Kobe's career and him as a person. All right, let's get right into it. Now, we know on the court, the amazing, the killer with Mamba mentality, Kobe Bryant. We know everything that he has done in basketball and how he's inspired an entire generation. However, where were Kobe's humble, humble beginnings? Well, Kobe Bryant was born August 23rd, 1978 in Philadelphia. The son, the only son, out of three children of Joe Bryant and Pamela Cox Bryant. He was the youngest of the three children. He was also, he was also the maternal nephew of another NBA player, John Cox. You might know, you might not. Alright, now, where does his name derive from? Well, the Kobe part comes from this very famous beef from Japan. It's called Kobe Beef. So that's where they got his first name. His middle name, Bean, was derived from his father's nickname, Jelly Bean. His, fa- his NBA father's nickname, Jelly Bean. Now, Brian's family was Catholic, and he had always practiced his faith, and he had always been quite religious growing up. Now, he started playing basketball when he was about three. The Lakers were always his favorite team growing up. As, as if you remember, he stated in his final speech in his final game in 2016. When Bryant was six, however, his father, Joe Bryant, finally retired from the NBA and moved to Italy to continue playing professional basketball in a different league. That's where Kobe actually picked up quite a few soccer skills. So we know how Kobe Bryant's life was growing up up till the 1996 draft. Now, Millen, would you like to take it away from here on his on-the-court achievements, what we know the Mamba to be on the basketball court? Well, on the basketball court, Kobe Bryant was a killer. Even though sometimes his statistics may not show what a pretty much god he was, he could score at will. There have been many accounts of defenders saying that they were helpless when Kobe wanted to heat up. For example, he um he dropped 81 points. And he did it when basketball pace was the slowest. When the basketball pace was only 90 possessions per game. That shows that he was able to absolutely, absolutely decimate the defense. And not even defensive specialist Chris Bosch. He couldn't even do anything about it. Another thing, speaking of defense, is his amazing defense. He is a 14-time all-defensive first teamer, which is one it's actually the high one of the highest counts in NBA history. Personally, Sachin, do you agree with me on this? He should have won a defensive player of the year award. But I feel like he might have been snubbed from a couple of years, arguably more of course. than one defensive player of the year. Of course, of course. And also, he only missed the All-Star team twice. 
first was in the lockout season. First was the lockout season and then his rookie year, which he partially broke his hand in. So that shows a lot about the skill that he had. He made the all-star team every single year except for the lockout season, which you pretty much couldn't, you couldn't stop it from happening. Also, he is a five-time NBA champion with a shiny little three-peat on top of it. And it might not seem like much because the three-peat the three feet has been done a while, has been done a lot. It is one of the most elusive tasks in the NBA. And on top of one more thing, uh, one more thing is his 15-time All-NBA. Only a couple of NBA players have a count as high as that. Here's some examples. LeBron James, Tim Duncan. Yeah, LeBron James and Tim Duncan are some of the only players to receive that high of a score. Now, Sachin, since we have covered Kobe Bryant on the court and what a killer he was, would you like to talk about his off-court achievements? His personal achievements, yes. Um, and... This is sort of on the court, but I think that this attributes to his killer mentality. Um, and from a young age, right? Here in Lower Marion, where keep in mind, I mean, this is a junior, all right, a high school junior who never went to college, just straight went to the NBA. He averaged a whopping 31.1 points, 10.4 rebounds. 5.2 assists, 3.8 blocks, and 2.3 steals. This man but, was amazing from the start. Right, but, that's on, from- but that's his on-court achievements. I want to know what his off-court achievements are. Okay, well, I, I don't really know how to, you know, say off the court, but uh, what are some major points um, from Kobe Bryant's career? And what are some major points from, you know, off the court? All that we know about Kobe. Well, I mean, one, you know, the little skirmish with Shaq. Obviously marrying Vanessa Bryant. You know, his children. I I don't know if you would call them achievements or not necessarily. But those are some really big things about, you know, Kobe Bryant. So, one thing that we should get into, you know, firstly was, you know, Kobe Bryant's children itself. So, obviously, Gianna Bryant, rest in peace. Natalia Bryant, uh, Bianca Bryant, and then Capri, Capri Bryant. So those were his children. And uh, obviously, you know, he was married to Vanessa Bryant. And then that little skirmish with Shaq. Well, uh, where did that all start? It started actually quite a while back in around 1998 or so. At this point in time, Bryant was still developing, obviously. And, you know, at this point, Shaq was kind of like his older brother, I guess you could say, right? But contempt started to breed. And, you know, it was kind of as like, who is the man at this point? Because obviously, as everybody knows, even from a young age, 22, 23, 24, Bryant was already showing signs of the amazing superstar, completely decorated career that we know him to have. So, Bryant was clearly breaking out into an insanely good player. And I feel as though that's kind of where it is. Now, although we've, we saw what we saw, you know, it, it got pretty ugly. 
um, clearly, you know, at this point, it's kind of lighthearted. You know, it's all it's all gone now. Water under the bridge. And that rivalry was actually quite interesting because soon as Shaq left, Millen, would you like to get into how Kobe completely exploded once he did not have to share once he did not have to have another superstar to share the ball with him once he didn't have any limitations Kobe absolutely went off he went bonkers I think that that is the only way to describe what Kobe Bryant did he averaged insane numbers over 30 points per game and he got three rings but some more off-court achievements that Kobe Bryant did, or things that he did, was he was an advocate for um, for children fighting terminal illnesses. For example, through his 20-year career, Kobe Bryant countlessly went to hospitals and visited over 200 kids battling life-threatening illnesses. This shows a lot about the person that Kobe is. He cares for everybody and always wants to make an impact for the better. Also, another thing that he did is he started the Kobe, Bryant, Kobe and Vanessa Bryant Family Foundation. What this is, is um, they, um, they do a lot of things. So first, they do a youth soccer club. They provide shelters for homeless, for homeless children, and they provide sports education. So again, this shows so many more things. This shows a lot, th- a lot of things that Kobe Bryant has done for his family, for um his world family, pretty much. So Sachin, would you like to talk about Kobe Bryant's stats? Absolutely. Now, as you stated earlier, the stats don't tell the whole story of what a killer he was, right? But, no, these are amazing stats. All right, let's just look at some of them. As we said, um, you know, directly after Shaq had left. So let's look at around that time, all right? 2003 to 2004, or... You can, you can even say 20, 2001 to 2002. His stats were 24 points a game, 27.6. Here's the kicker. Remember, 05-06, points a game, 31.6. I mean, the list just goes on. But we do need to get a little bit into the snubbery here. As we stated, he should have won at least one defensive player of the year at this point. But he averaged 35.4 points per game. Oh my god, that, that that's insane, right? But you look at their record. Sorry, one second. You look at their record back in that time, and it was 45 and 37. That wasn't bad at all. Seven seed. Um now, granted, they didn't have the greatest playoffs, but this is for regular season MVP, right? So you're telling me that somebody putting up 35 and a half per game, shooting 30, pretty much 35% from the three, and 45 flat percentage from field goal, you're telling me those aren't MVP numbers? I mean, Steve Nash won the MVP that year. We're not going to gloss over his stats because, you know, this is about Kobe Bryant. But... I do feel as though, although he is a very decorated player in terms of his achievements, he did not get all the achievements that he deserves, such as this MVP, for example. Millen, he only had one MVP um, in his whole career. 
How how do you feel about that? And which years do you think he should have also won MVP? Hmm. Well, um, I you you might hate me for this, but I think that he should have had one MVP. I think that there was one year where he was truly the best player on the best team, and by like MVP standards, only the best player on the best team wins the award. And he only was the best player on the best team once. But story, the story also plays into it, right? And the but story, story isn't here. It isn't the biggest thing. I understand, like, he was an amazing player, but only in the 2007 to 8 season do I actually think that he was the best player on the best team. I, I Though, respect that opinion. I, I understand what you mean there. And I, I would agree, but. Um, only to an extent, because here's the thing, right? You, I say should in the sense that he should have had a team that could match, you know, at least his work ethic, right? Who could match Kobe himself. If you had a team surrounding Kobe that was just right, for example, a 2009-2010 team around 2006 Kobe Bryant, the damage they would have done to the league is just insane. It's absolutely insane. Right. Um, and that too, the 2009-2010 roster for the Lakers wasn't even that amazing. But simply providing him with these good players just around him, that's where Kobe Bryant should win the MVPs. And this, in my opinion, the 35.4 points per game, that shows that Kobe does not care what circumstances he is up against. If Nobody, nobody else is there to help him. He'll just say, fine, I'll do it myself. And then run through every team like they're an AAU team for a nine-year-old or something. He is absolutely insane when you give him the ball. So, Millen, uh, to wrap this up, what type of influence has Kobe Bryant had on the basketball community and the world as a whole? Well... I, I think there's nothing short of a legend. When you think of basketball, you think of Kobe Bryant. It doesn't matter if you're a diehard basketball fan like such a not, or just a casual basketball fan. You know who Kobe is, and you'll and you'll picture him hitting that silky smooth fadeaway jumper. And he'll forever have an impact on the world as a great guy. He's done so much for people all around the world. I didn't mention this before, but he did so much for Haiti and helping them and helping and helping them recover. So he's an amazing guy, an amazing player, and he should be in our history books, uh, just in it in general. I would agree, and I believe that he already is. Kobe Bryant. You have done so much for us, both on and off the court. We truly thank you, and to the Bryant family, our deepest condolences are extended. This was a complete, just like throwing a meteor at the world. We, we were all in shock. This this was insane, but, um, you know, Kobe Bryant, absolutely amazing player and person. You know, on and off the court. He shows the killer mentality, but was also a great person, a great father. It, as you stated, you know, everything he's helped with everyone he's helped with. 
um but we will miss you a lot but on that note i think that this is about going to wrap up today's episode of the daily post podcast thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week